Welcome to F Words with Leslie, a podcast about food, fitness, and other F words. I'm your host, Leslie Held. Hey, everybody. Welcome to F Words with Leslie. My name is Leslie, and I am your host. And today is our very first episode. I'm so excited to bring this to you, and I couldn't think of a better F word to start with than fitness. I still can remember that very first day in the gym. I didn't want to make eye contact with anyone. All I did was look at the floor because I was afraid when I looked up, people would be pointing and laughing at the fat girl. But that was the farthest thing from the truth. Fitness gave me so much that I never felt I had confidence, strength, beauty, tenacity. Plus, I've gained some lifelong friends along the way. And speaking of lifelong friends, I get to interview one today. Mike Halliburton has been an athlete his whole life. He has worked in the fitness industry for over 13 years and became my trainer and mentor when I was just starting out. He might have a corporate day job these days, but Fitness is never far from his mind. You can find him in the evenings coaching at CrossFit Aggregate or training for an upcoming comp. So without further ado, here's our interview. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Mike Halliburton. Hi, Mike. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Good. Thank you so much for being my very first guest. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad to be on. When you're starting a fitness journey, it can be overwhelming. I know firsthand. What are some tips you could give someone who's just starting out? Okay, so uh, I'm going to simplify this, and I'm going to use that word again. Keep it simple and keep it consistent. So when starting anything, it's easy to get overwhelmed if you try to bite off more than you can chew. So uh, the same principle applies with, with fitness, and uh, you, you keep it simple in the beginning. Uh, depending upon what your fitness level is, you know, whether you're uh, going to join a gym or you're going to be working out from home, it, it's all about finding a routine that fits your schedule. It's mm-hmm. uh, easy and is not going to, you're not going to want to quit right away. Yeah. Uh, so find the, something you enjoy too, you know, right. like don't, don't pick something that you just absolutely despise. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, a lot of people, the first step, they feel like they need to walk into a gym. That doesn't have to be the first step for everyone. That could be a really uncomfortable experience. So some people's fitness journey start at home. Uh, that could be just uh, walking two or three, four times a week mm-hmm. and do that for a half an hour, build up time over, over the course of, you know, a couple of months. And, and so that's, that's what I mean. It just, it's keeping it very simple. It's moving a couple of times a week and being consistent with doing that. And not overdoing it too, because I think sometimes I know I, you, you, you don't work out for a while or maybe you're new to something and you just go, Oh, I'm going to do this all the time. And then you get sore or you're hurting and then you tend to not do it again. So, you know, just kind of doing small, consistent uh, movements I find is good. Yeah, absolutely. You don't want to overdo it. You'll get sore. Uh, that, that puts a negative on what you're trying to do. And, and also you, you just don't want to make it overwhelming or something that you can't continually keep up with. Yes. And so if it, if it doesn't fit your schedule or you're trying to get too much accomplished, uh, that makes it really easy to quit. Yes. And uh, so you want to really uh, eliminate that as a variable. Uh, 
So just keeping it as simple as possible and being consistent in doing that. And the other thing too, is even if you can just walk from your front door to the mailbox, that's a start. You know, don't worry about the, the length you can go or how fast you can go or any of that, you know, don't compare yourself to somebody else because everybody's different. Right. So fitness is relative to the individual. And so everybody starts their, their journey at a, at a different level of fitness and that's okay. Cause that's exactly how it should be. So it's, it's understanding where you're at, you know, setting goals based upon that and being consistent with those goals. And of course, talk to your doctor because we're not doctors. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, that's correct. Yes. Yes. Uh, you start at home, you kind of do your walk and then maybe you get to a point where, Hey, I want to join a gym. Um, I know when I first joined a gym, I had, didn't have a lot of training when it came to working out and you had to work a treadmill, but that was about it. So I, I got a personal trainer, which happened to be you. Um, so if someone's looking for a coach or a personal trainer or someone to help kind of guide them through that first experience, what would you look for in a person? So, uh, personal training goes like way beyond just knowledge. There's a tremendous amount of smart people out there. Personal training is a relationship. Um, you know, you're not just training that person to hit a goal. Uh, you develop a relationship with that person and are, are really trying to make life changing habits in doing that. You need to find somebody that, that you vibe with somebody that, um, you know, um, you're not going to want to hate going into the gym to meet. Yes. And, and so, uh, my suggestion to people when they're looking for a personal trainer is, is, you know, Shop around, find somebody that you're comfortable with, look forward to going and seeing that, uh, you know, you can build a, a relationship with, so you trust that person that, that what they're telling you and what they're putting you through, because there'll be days where it's not fun. No, and, yeah, <laughs> I can speak that. from experience. <laughs> and you need to develop that relationship. So you trust that person enough to know that those, those hard days are going to pay off and it's going to be worth it. A hundred percent. And don't be afraid. Like, I, you know, and I'll be honest, when I first started out, I had a different trainer and she was great, but I, we just didn't jive after a while. It just had a different style. I, I craved a different style of approach and I moved on and you know, it, you can do that and it's okay. And you know, but like you said, you have to find that relationship, that person that just gets it. And a lot of times I'd come into the gym and he'd look, take one look at me and could read me and say, okay, she needs this today, or I need to push her hard today, or I need to lay off her today. And, and that's really a good dynamic to have with somebody. Oh, right. And I, you know, I, I can speak from experience. I, I'm not always the, the best fit for, for someone. Um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty dry. Uh, I'm pretty uh, to the point. I, I like my clients to come in and work. Yeah. And, and I, I'm, there's not a lot of fluff. Yeah. And so, not always the most enjoyable person to be around. And so um, that might rub somebody the wrong way. And, I, and you know, uh, that's what I mean by uh, finding somebody that's a good fit. And, yeah. uh, you know, that takes some time. You might go through a couple of trainers before you sign, find somebody that you really like. And it's also, you know, uh, convincing yourself that, you know, you got you to gotta buy in, you know. So, uh, if somebody's got a methodology that you really, really love and the way and the style in which they train you, you, you really, really enjoy, um, that's your person, you know? And uh, mm -hmm. so everybody's got a little bit of different style of how they approach getting people the results they want. And so you've got to find the person that does that best for you. 
I agree. Um, and also that comes with online. There's a lot of online trainers and online uh, people that help. And, and, and those are good too. You just have to find somebody you vibe with, follow them, see what they're all about, you know, before you just buy into to what they're doing. Yeah. So I don't bash anybody that's uh, trying to help people. So, I mean, there's a thousand different ways to get fit. And I hope that everybody finds one that they like. Yep, and amen. it doesn't matter how you do it. Um, at the end of the day, if you're getting the results you want and you're making those great, healthy lifestyle changes, then however you did it, keep doing it. Yep. That's so good. Um, so, you know, COVID's a big thing right now. I know we're all ready for it to be over with. Um, and people are working out at home, especially yours truly. Like what are three pieces of equipment that you can get the biggest bang for your buck? So that question is pretty tough. I've been thinking about that a lot. So um, I, I try to make this not preferences that I, that I would pick, yes. but hands down, I feel like the best piece of cardio equipment right now that a person can own would be an, an assault bike um, or, or Schwinn Airdyne is the, uh, the original brand of that bike. Which um, is what's in the garage for you losing it with Leslie fans. And, uh, and I love that old school piece there. The thing's so fun. good. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the reason I picked that above all else is, is that that's the most bang for your buck. Um, that is a, a lower impact uh, piece of equipment. So it's easier on joints. Um, it's functional because it trains both upper and lower bodies. So it's a fatigue generating piece of equipment from an intensity standpoint. You can hit a high level of intensity on that, uh, without doing damage to your joints. Um, you're also going to get to a, a higher intensity level quicker on a piece of equipment like that. Mm -hmm. Um, running of course is, is always a benefit to those that it suits. However, there's always going to be times of the year where it's more of a struggle to get outside. Mm -hmm. um, we live in Missouri. There's other areas of the country that are better and worse uh, for running. But uh, an assault bike, you can jump on that thing anytime. Yeah. Um, you can get a great workout on that, on that bike in you know, 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. So really uh, that's, uh, that's the first piece. Okay. Uh, second, I would say, would be a kettlebell. Uh, I knew that one was coming. The reason I suggest a kettlebell is, is that it's a really functional piece of equipment. You can do a lot of uh, different exercises with a kettlebell. Um, it, the, the thing that I stress with kettlebell is finding a weight that's the most versatile for you. Um, yes. If we're limiting it to one, that's really difficult. Kettlebells aren't that, all, that expensive. So owning a, a few different weights would be a, a nice plus if that's something you can do. They don't take up a lot of space. Like I said, you can do a tremendous amount of uh, different movements and exercises with those. Um, last, I would say, would probably be, um, I'm a huge fan of uh, TRX bands or TRX uh, straps. Um, the reason I suggest those, again, is they're super versatile. You can do a tremendous amount of exercises from those. Uh, that also allows for you to start incorporating a little more uh, pulling in your workouts and it allows for you to do a little bit more gymnastics, um, things of that nature. So if I was going to own three, those would be the three that I would have. And uh, you, you should be able to get a lot accomplished with that. You know, if COVID's taught us, you can get a lot done with very little equipment. 
Yes. Um, there's a ton of programs out there. There's a ton of gyms. I personally do a lot of CrossFit, our gym as well included. We did a tremendous amount of uh, research and a lot of programming for home, uh, home gyms. And it was utilizing one piece of equipment to do a workout. Some workouts, you didn't need anything but your body to move. Yeah. And, uh, and you still get a great workout. Yeah, we all love being together and going to the gym, but uh, it can be done with just a few pieces of equipment. Yes. Awesome. Those are great. Like the Airdyne, I found it on Marketplace for a hundred bucks a couple years ago. And it was the, one of the best things I bought. And it's really helped me out quite a bit working out from home. What are four moves you would, uh, you, you think everyone should include in their workouts? Like four just really solid moves. So, um, solid moves, uh, body weight squats, okay. uh, body weight lunges. I throw those in one category there. That's, that's, uh, Great body weight, uh, lower body movements there. Mm -hmm. um, Russian kettlebell swings. Also a, a great uh, power generating movement. Um, if done properly, it's great for posterior chain. Um, it works your core. A, a lot of positive from that movement there. Mm -hmm. um, beyond that, planks. Um, I'm a huge fan of those for core. Uh, I think you a get a lot huge fan. <laughs> <laughs> I think you get a lot more out of a, out of a plank than you do uh, any, any variation of a sit up. And then I guess to, to throw in one more there would probably be a push up and a pull up. I like to throw those together. Uh, and then the reason for that is, is those are, you know, one and the same as far as upper body goes. That's, those are antagonist movements. So those are all different things, you know, a variation of a plank and a push up. That's you getting down to the ground and getting yourself off of the ground. Mm -hmm. um, There's so a, many different uh, variations for fitness levels you can do with those two moves just itself. Right. And so, I mean, those could be, those are infinitely scalable. Uh, same with a, uh, with a body weight squat and a body weight lunge. Um, the plank, again, uh, that's a really scalable movement. So those are all things that, that anyone can do in, in some variation or form. Yes. And YouTube has a ton of videos of people showing modifications and different things. So if you are curious about how to do something or change something, usually a quick Google search can give you a lot of information on that. So a question I get a lot uh, is how I, the hoop does my workouts, who programs my workouts. And I actually do them myself, um, but I couldn't have done them if I didn't follow Michael. Uh, he's taught me a lot about how to program simple yet effective workouts. And so I want to talk a little bit about that. Um, how do you program a simple yet effective workout? So um, when it comes to, to working out, um, intensity is king. So uh, when I bring up intensity, the, the big question there and the big argument all the time is, is intensity versus volume. So should I be doing a ton of ton of stuff in one session or should I be laser focused on a few items? Uh, I'm more of a fan of being intentional, being, uh, you know, bringing intensity to your workout. So I don't program a whole lot of, mm -hmm. of movements and, and exercises in a session. I don't like to see a session go for more than 45 minutes to an hour. Just not a fan of that. I think for, for most people, um, the intensity is lost at that point in time and to be real, we're, you know, life happens. We, we don't have 90 minutes, two hours to, to be in the gym, um, unless you're doing this, you know, full time. So, uh, when I look at program, I go back to, again, talking about, uh, 
antagonist movements. I like to, uh, to bring a lot of push-pull movements together in, uh, in my programming. Uh, the reason for that is, is that while one muscle group is working, the other is actively recovering. And so the intensity can stay higher because we're not overly fatiguing one muscle group uh, by redundant movement. And so uh, I'll use the example of chest and back day. We could have a dumbbell bench press followed by a TRX row, followed by a 30 second plank. Uh, what we're doing there is, is that we're working the chest, then we're working the, uh, the back, then we're working the core. We're going back to chest, back to back, back to core, not slowing down a lot, keeping the heart rate up, keeping the intensity there, but allowing yourself to recover in those muscle groups as you move from movement to movement. Mm -hmm. um, you can see that play in, in, in a lot of different areas of, of your programming, um, whether that be, you know, a shoulder press followed by a bent row. Mm -hmm. um, you, you can do a lot with that and keeping intensity high and working through those movements quickly allows for you to get done faster and mm -hmm. allows for you to, to get more work done in a short amount of time. I'm a huge fan of supersets too, which is like taking two exercises and doing them back to back with no rest. And so, and you taught, you did that a lot with me and that's kind of how I've always followed that through is kind of get that heart rate up and then, you know, keep going. Um, so what are your, what do you feel about supersets? You're, you're a fan, I think. Oh yeah, absolutely. That goes back to being efficient and uh, you can get more work done in less time with, with supersetting, uh, doing a lot of tri-sets, things like that. Uh, mm -hmm. giant sets, you know, up to, to four movements in there. And, uh, and yeah, um, I, I think that those are great. Um, that's the most effective use of time. Um, hit training obviously is a big piece for conditioning. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you, I like to program my, my weight stuff, get that done with, then we've got a, a quick hit session. Mm -hmm. uh, um, hit training is great. Obviously again, like I said, intensity is king. And so with hit, that allows for you to get that heart rate up, bring that heart rate back down, get that heart rate up, bring that heart rate back down and uh, teach yourself to recover and teach yourself to push yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you don't get a lot out of hit training unless you really put the hammer down. And so uh, knowing how to push yourself um, is a positive from those. Mm -hmm. And, you know, don't think that like, you know, we said at the very beginning, you start small, work your way up. So you'll see with my workouts, a lot of times I'll start at like a five minute or I'll start at a three minute and then I'll add a minute every week or something. So, you know, it's, it's not about, you know, sometimes I get caught up in that. I'm thinking, oh, this person can do this much. Well, that person's different than me, you know, like we talked about. So, you know, start small, build on that, and then just keep that intensity up, I think is pretty effective. Right. And I mean, and let's be real here. I mean, uh, I've been doing this a long time and you've, you've been working out a long time now, but we're, we're by, by no means uh, have like the, the perfect template. There's a, a thousand ways to approach this. So you have found a way that works really, really well for you. And that goes back to what we talked about earlier. It's, it's finding a way to get to your end goal that works for you, for that individual and, and that's what we did with uh, over the course of years, you and I mm -hmm. training together is, is we found what works best for you, what gets you uh, the most adaptation and change and um, get you in and out of the gym quickly. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, that's uh that works really well for you. 
So, you know, I guess one thing I say to anybody that's listening out there, this isn't the only way to do it. There's a lot mm-hmm. of different ways to do it. Um, this is just the way that works well for less. Yes. Yes. And, and you have to find your way too. like, just cause this works well for me may not work well for you. And, you know, it's just, and like same thing with exercise, you know, some may love CrossFit, some may like to dance, you know, some like to walk, maybe you're a swimmer, you know, all of those things are valid and wonderful and you just have to find what you like. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I, like I said, uh, anything that's making people active and healthier, I'm all about. Yes. Uh, so, you know, I, myself, I love CrossFit. That's what I um, every once in a while, I still love getting in a good bro sesh though. And, uh, yeah. going and hitting the weight. so, um, you know, last weekend, uh, my girlfriend and I went on a five mile hike. Um, that was about as much fun with fitness as, as anyone can have. So, yeah. um, just about being active and figuring out uh, what approach works best for you. Yeah, that's really, really what to take away from this. And uh, my last question is this, what has fitness taught you or what have you learned by being active? Um, what does it mean to you? So what has fitness taught me? Well, I've been pretty active since the, the moment I could walk. Yes, and, you have. Uh, I guess what fitness has taught me is, is that we are so much more mentally strong than we think we are. And, and that the uh, discipline and the uh, structure that you gain from consistently doing fitness pays off in other areas of your life, not to mention the, the health benefit of it. So uh, if fitness has taught me anything, it's that I am a healthier person because I do it. I am a happier person because I do it. And I am a more disciplined person in my everyday life because of the habits I've developed from fitness. You know, I, I could talk all day on why fitness is amazing and why I love it so much. I know, you love fitness so much. So, uh, you know, I, I'm biased. And, uh, <laughs> and so, uh, answering that question, it's, it's taught me a tremendous amount about myself. It's taught me a lot about uh, life in general. It's also been super rewarding to, to help other people. And, uh, and I, I take, take great pride and, and get a lot out of getting to help others. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, there's fitness is great. That's, uh, it I is. guess if it's taught me anything that it's important and, uh, everybody should be doing it in, in, in some way. Yes. Well, on that note, I think we're going to wrap it up here. I hope you'll come back and we'll talk about some more cool fitness stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, we can talk about whatever we want to. So, you know, as long as the word starts with F. Yes. Talk about it. So, all right. Well, thank you very much, Mike, for coming to the podcast. I enjoyed having you and all of your wealth of information that you could give us today. So thank you very much. Yeah, I, I really appreciate you having me on. Uh, anything I can do to help out, let me know. I appreciate it. We're very happy to have you. So thank you.